Yeah, I was up at like 3.30 in the morning, just like couldn't sleep. And I'm pretty sure my house is haunted, which is the amount of crazy noises I heard. I kept thinking someone was breaking in because I'm just like, yeah, there's there's definitely someone on the stairs right now. But there probably wasn't. Cat was next to me. Like, it's not the cat. It's a spooky season, Tyler. <laughs> have you experienced anything else? Or, is, yeah, is it just... Uh, Pretty much any weird like, thing that happens in the house, we're just like, yeah, it's a ghost. You know, we hear something fall in another room, we're like, it's it's a ghost. Probably not. It's a ghost. It's an old creaky house. Uh, yeah, it's probably, you're probably just hearing things. And if it is haunted, that seems to be the worst of it, right? Just someone knocking things off our table. We already got a cat. The cat's doing enough of that. Knocking things over. Yeah. So even if there is a ghost, well, we wouldn't even notice. It's going to have to step up. Is there game. like, do ghosts do that? Is there like a spooky like season where like, you know, there's just ghosts that come out in October and then they go away for the rest of the year. Is that like a ghost thing? I don't know if it's a ghost thing. I know ghosts are more attuned to coming out at like three in the morning. Three is like the witching hour, they call it. It's just a, a bizarre dead, dead hour, they call it. Dead hour. They call it dead hour. Or the witching hour. That sounds cooler. They're, they're both a cool name. 3 a.m. sounds cool too. <laughs> but it sucks being laying awake at 3 a.m. and thinking your house is haunted. But uh, no, I think poltergeists are like a manifestation of some weird demonic energy that and that's where you get things flying off tables furniture moving a haunting is more like just a dude who thinks he still lives there and just does his normal thing and is annoyed that other people are in his house so yeah. that's the difference you believe yeah you believe in the ghosts i believe in the ghosts i'm not against believing in the ghosts i don't think they're i think it's really like a situational type thing and like a like uh you know you have to be in a certain area at a certain time you yeah know, haunted, a haunted definitely place. Like, <laughs> like no but it's like a a spirit holding on someone who just can't let go when they die you know yeah so they hold on to this world uh, like Pet Cemetery. You seen the movie Pet Cemetery? I have. Yeah. Didn't don't they? Isn't that where they bury people and then they come back to life as like weird freakish people? Because they bury them in the I Pet Cemetery. It's a, a bunch of dead dogs. It's a bunch of dead dogs. Uh, maybe we both saw a different movie. I don't know. There's been a couple different Pet Cemeteries. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. But uh, but I don't think there's as many haunted places as people want to believe i think they're few and far between yeah and like, i think they come and go like eventually the ghosts do let go and then they do cross over into the next dimension or the next whatever yeah, but, it seems to me there's a whole bunch of things going on at once like because i just explained the ghosts and the poltergeist differences you know people get possessed by demons i feel like there's a whole bunch of overlapping phenomena possessions happening. weird Possession's weird. That's a very like weird being one. Pos being possessed by a ghost. Or like, do ghosts just like possess like cupboard doors? Why are they always opening and closing cupboard doors? I don't know. They're getting a glass of water. What, what's the big deal? <laughs> I don't know. Trying to freak they're you fuck out. It, they're fucking with the electricity. And because like then you turn lights on and off. Yeah. Because like a person on that's not possessed, people think that, you know, a house might be possessed by a demon itself because it's more of a prankster like motivation right it's just it does things like that it, you know it'll it'll just you know whisk past someone like blowing their ear and just run away and it's like having an annoying fucking kid living in your house right which was well, it probably is kids like when kids die they probably are like fuck i had so much life to live i'm gonna i'm gonna stick around and fuck around for a bit <laughs> maybe that's what demons are just ghost children <laughs> that's I my think view so. Kid, kids are pricks and then uh, i'm sure if a kid dies they're gonna be even more of a prick <laughs> yeah they lost out on life i'd be a prick too i can only imagine myself i was i was like a 10 year old ghost yeah no no i was a little shit i would have i would have been terrorizing there would have been priests there trying to get rid of me throwing holy water at yeah. me yeah and squirting and them with my squirt whole... gun 
That's why priests come in, right? Because they're trying to send them off into the next level. Yeah, pretty much. It's just like that. The priest is the final boss, and you have to get yeah, you have to get through the priest to get to the next level. It's just video yeah. game terms. Yeah, moving on, passing on. It's like, I don't but know. I don't think there's as many ghosts as people think. I don't know. You watch all those ghost shows, right? Ghost hunters. Not really. I used to. I used to get a kick out of them. They're pretty funny. I don't have cable TV anymore, so that's where you used to see all these gems, right? We used to watch Finding Bigfoot all the time. That, that show was incredible. Huh. Similar vibe. I was in, it was like, yeah. And like all the paranormal activity movies and stuff, like they always like. You know, see a little orb or something floating in the screen, right? Yeah, but like yeah, they try and be accurate. I think to what people claim they see. The Enfield, uh, I think my favorite case is the Enfield poltergeists. So, and there's a theory that they they're starting to think like this manifestation of energy, where like things are getting flown across a room, people are getting lifted up, things are happening. Has to something to do with like a teenager going through puberty and just like. You know, they're going through these hormonal changes and it just releases some kind of like kinetic energy around them. You know, Wait, do it's, ghosts it's hard to age? explain. So, so is that like, do, do ghosts, like, do they keep aging? So is that like a kid ghost and then the kid ghost goes so. through puberty and now they're slamming doors and like acting like a teenage girl? Well, this is coming from like living teenage girls. And it, that's the thing too. It always seems to be drawn to more females and males in the in the in this equation. And they don't are they dead teenage girls? No, no. This is just take ghosts out of the equation. They think all this is being caused by this teenager's mind, like just like uh, like unknowingly, essentially, which is very bizarre theory. Like, uh, so it's like pu like teenage girls going through puberty are more likely to see shit flying off the walls is what you're saying well things actually flying off the walls like the enfield poultry guys there's two girls living there um whatever this bizarre entity was or energy was it was really it was drawn to the one girl the most but the whole fa- it just started with the whole family just like sitting around and just like coffee cups would go flying off the table or like lego pieces would, would like float up in the air and hit people in the head and just all but these you're bizarre that things. Has nothing to do with ghosts. That has nothing to do with ghosts. It just has to do with the minds of these fucked up teenage girls. That's just one theory. It could be ghosts. It could be ghosts. I don't know. But uh, th- there's a good documentary. It's actually kind of a funny case. I don't know. They're just like ridiculously proper Sounds British. Like <laughs> they just they just let these team of paranormal investigators come in and live with them for like a year, and they're just totally fine with it. They don't care. And just like, and they totally- think people can move things. These teenage girls are so fucking revved up with their fucking hormones and their raved up fallopian tubes that shit's just moving. They yeah. can move things with their mind. They're like telekinetic. Yeah, there's reports that they would like levitate over their bed and they get flown out of their bed. There's supposed to be pictures of like this happening, but it just looks like they're jumping on the bed. Like, show us a video or get the hell out of here, right? But there's like multiple, multiple witnesses of just their friends and their neighbors coming over to see all this crazy shit happening, like furniture moving around. And they brought in the police, they brought in the media, they just, anyone they could just to like prove like it's, and it never failed. Like something would always happen when people would go there. Sometimes it's just like a piece of Lego hitting a guy in the head. Other times like the fridge would just shimmy all the way across the kitchen, like like a giant ass full fridge. But you're saying that's not ghosts. It's just the minds <laughs> of these hormonal teenage girls. That's one thing. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Okay. I'm trying to wrap my head around but it. What do you think? It'd be more like a ghost behavior or just, yeah, a teenage girl's puberty manifested into some demonic force? I think it's the ghost of a fucking teenage girl. That makes the most sense. A raging well, yeah. okay. hormonal well, you- teenage girl ghost. Just pulling the fridge off the wall and shit. I think we'll meet in between there. <laughs> we'll meet in between. That's an in-between answer. That's good. Yeah, it makes no sense. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, never seen a ghost. Lived in a Did you ever, creepy like, have old house. that had haunted Go- houses when you were growing up? I suppose it haunted houses. I, I, you know, I've always wanted to experience something weird, but never got to. Like, I've slept in a 
like the Ottawa hostel jail, which is supposed to be one of the most haunted places. Cause it's a real, it used to be a real fucked up jail in its time. But like, I would sleep in death row by myself and walk around at like two in the morning and just like Nothing, waiting for eh? something to happen. <laughs> it's like, Nope. Would your, mind, would your mind play tricks on you knowing that that's where you are? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. It was fun. The fear was exciting. I knew nothing that bad could happen to me unless like an actual serial killer, you know, came in or something. Not the ghost of a serial I had a f- killer. I had a friend who, whose house was supposedly haunted when we were growing up and they, they'd always have fucking mediums in there and stuff. That's what they're called, right? Mediums, mediums, yeah, psychics, clairvoyants, psychics and stuff. They're all clairvoyants. Kind of similar. It, They'd have them in there all the time trying to get rid of these ghosts and stuff because creepy shit would happen. And like anytime you slept over there, you would get like your mind playing tricks on you and you'd hear things and you'd experience some shit. And we'd like always what? like, like go what up would to happen? That. Oh, sorry. I don't know. You just hear like creaks, creaks on the stairs and stuff. And because the house used to be like a hospital or a doctor's office, like back in the 1800s or 1700s or whatever. Um, and you would hear things on the stairs and stuff, and it was supposedly haunted. And they had a lot of accounts of things. I never really did. We'd always go up to the attic to see if we'd there'd be like this rocking chair that would move on its yeah. own. Uh, did it you was, play with a Ouija board I, or anything or what? I don't. I remember people doing it, but it always crept me out. I never liked doing it. Um, we could have him on to talk about it. I don't know if he would talk about it, but he might. Oh, that's exciting. Um, we should have had him on this episode. This seems to be the Halloween episode, seeing how I started I it. It. <laughs> it. It will probably come out on Halloween this yeah. episode, so it makes sense. Yeah, but, but when you talk yeah. sometime. But yeah, when you talk about um, yeah, like certain areas like are drawn, you know, ghosts are drawn to or just places like an old hospital, you know, where you know some horrible shit happened. Yeah. Or, you know. And then I, old I, hospitals are the worst because like they just they don't know what they're doing. Still, they're not washing their hands yet. They're still just they're still winging it. They're still just like you know, let's try this out. You know, glad yeah. we are where we are it's, today. So yeah, like a lot of people probably died in that house for sure. So there's probably some fucking spirits and energy in there. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It was always creepy to go there. But uh, I also stayed at a place on the East coast with, uh, with somebody and it was a creepy place. And that was the first time I ever felt like sleep paralysis where I felt like someone like pushing me into the bed Yeah, and like, I couldn't wake up and I've never had that ever again before. That was, in Nova Sco- that. was that Nova Scotia? Yeah. yeah. All right. Scotia. East coast, especially Newfoundland have the most instances of sleep paralysis than anywhere else in the world, like Newfoundland specifically, has the most cases of. People and they said that this house was haunted. Paralysis. The people I was staying with said that the house was haunted, and I heard shit on the stairs and stuff. I felt creepy the whole time I was there, but uh, yeah, that was the only time I've ever felt that. And I know people that feel that all the time, but I've never felt it before or since. Yeah, there's some some crazy going on with sleep paralysis because I've experienced it a few times and. Literally the first two times it happened, I was just like, our our house is haunted. Like we were living in Toronto. Were you in the first place? Oh, and it was in the Toronto house. Yeah, and I'm, I had that these two experiences haunted. where I'd wake up and it'd feel like someone is on top of me, like holding me down. One time it was like mm-hmm. just they're pressing their hands into my shoulders, sitting on my chest, and I could yeah. feel hair. It's like you can't my breathe. Face. Yeah, and it's messed up because it's not just like a the reality of it is just like you wake up from a dream, but your body's still in a paralysis state that you're, that goes into. So you're not acting out your dreams. You just problem is you're still kind of dreaming. So then that plays out some kind of scenario of why it feels like there's a heavy feeling on your chest. So that makes sense. I think that, I think that has to be a ghost or a spirit, like fucking with you while you're sleeping or like you're sleeping. If like you're laying on a bed and then yeah. there's also like a ghost laying on that bed on top of you or they're like yeah. holding you down. I felt like it was holding me down. Like it didn't want me to wake up, you know, it yeah. was mad that I was in its house. Like there's a lot of fear that came with that. I never felt it before or since just staying in this haunted house in Nova Scotia. That's the only time it happened. 
Well, the Newfoundlanders and like other cultures call it like the old hag, basically. They see it as a witch because when people describe what's sitting on them, very much so, they talk about the exact same thing. It's like this scary old witch of a woman is sitting on their chest, staring down at them, which like that's yeah. the most common account when people talk about it. And it's like, yeah, most times people that's don't. That's what I felt. I felt yeah. like that. People Plus don't discover sleep paralysis. an old witch. Yeah, people don't discover what's happening until like they're, you know, it's happening and they're actually start looking into it. Like what is going on? Like how many people think their house is haunted because they're getting sleep paralysis, but like could be one in the same, right? There's also the case of people getting abducted by aliens, which we talked about on a few episodes back, go take a listen. But that experience of like something in your room, some kind of strange creature, you, you feel fear. People explain that alien abduction theories, but people also get that with sleep paralysis. So it's a very but is foggy that just line. our mind? Is that just our mind playing tricks on us? Or is it an actual crossover into some sort of spirit world or another dimension? No, I think it, de- it depends who you talk to. I feel like it's because it's happening in this dream state, which is a mystery in itself. I feel like it's something from that dream state possibly manifesting itself into reality just because of you're in this half awake, half asleep conscious state. So yeah. whatever is now did it only happen did it only happen to me that one time in that one house because people had told me that house was haunted and I was already like, my mind was afraid. So I was dreaming and like my subconscious was already on high alert and then it happened or was it an actual haunted house? And there was a witch sitting on my fucking chest. Who knows? It's uh, it's the idea. I want you to know. I want an answer. I got all kinds of answers. I don't know if they're all going to help. There's, but you said you've had, you had it in our little house in Toronto and I never had any haunting experiences in that we lived in that house together for like four years i had it three times there twice i was like the classic someone sitting on me third time i could feel a cat like nudging against me and i could like kind of consciously wake up but couldn't move and i'd see this cat walking around the end of my bed and i could see my window was open i'm like oh cat got in my room and then once i actually like came to and i could move again i ran up and i closed my window but there was no cat that was a weird one. See, that feels like dream. That feels like dream carryover. Like you're just dreaming, and but, then it carries over into reality. But that's what I think. It's the same thing when uh, old witch is sitting on your chest. It's just carrying over. And then I went that's out true. east, and I had same thing. I had experience out east twice. Once at my aunt's, and once at this old house I stay in that my family owns, which used to be a used to hold wakes for the whole town. So same thing. A lot of dead people going in and out of there. But I never experienced yeah. anything there. You know. There's a room in that house that no one will enjoy sleeping in. Like there's, I have uncles that refuse to sleep in that room because they get such. At the intense, house we stay at. Yeah, you stayed in that room actually. <laughs> yeah, you stayed in the nightmare room. Fucking, I woke up naked in that room, wearing nothing but a jean jacket and a fucking snowmobile helmet. <laughs> oh yeah, homemade Cape Britain booze. Happened. Cape Britain booze. That's what happened. <laughs> or it was the ghost. Oh yeah, just stripped you down, right? (laughs) I hope. I woke up with nothing but a jean jacket and a snowmobile helmet on. You know, maybe that's what's been happening to my uncles too, and they just don't want to talk about that. (laughs) I think you guys told me that room was haunted, so I purposely got fucking shit faced every night so I could sleep in there. (laughs) Gee, I didn't sleep; you just passed out in there. Uh, Yeah, well, one of the one of the two. But I would, uh, like, when I stayed there by myself, I had, like, four rooms to choose from, four different beds. That was the best room, biggest room, biggest bed. So I, I'm like, you know what? Like, I had nightmares there as a kid. I'm like, ah, it's probably not going to happen again. And it did. I had, like, really horrible nightmares every single night I slept there. So I literally slept in the most uncomfortable bed upstairs just so I didn't have to experience that again. I even thought of, like, pulling the bed out of that room. But I'm like, maybe... Maybe it's the bed that's haunted. <laughs> I don't know. Well, is that yeah? Is that a thing? Do objects get haunted? Maybe. Like just it's like a haunted objects. toaster. <laughs> I, sw- I swear <laughs> yeah. we had a haunted yeah, that same thing. That house in Toronto where I had sleep paralysis. We had that toaster where it would just randomly spit flames. I don't think you can. Yeah, was, I don't think you're supposed to get flames from a toaster, and it would no. burn the shit out of things that just random. Just like. 
you know, one out of every 20 toasts just came out completely black. It's like, why? Why toaster? It was a brave little toaster. <laughs> it's a shitty little toaster. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think right. that, that's just an electrical issue. <laughs> all right. Well, I love talking ghost stories. Uh, You'll blame in every electrical thing on ghosts. Yeah, we could. But yeah, that was fun. But let's get into some word doom news. There's some fun stuff. I'm going to start off with a little update from something we talked about a few episodes ago. We talked about the big one, which was the West Coast earthquake tsunami combo that's going to destroy the West Coast. And then the East Coast with the the La Palma volcano, which is on a little island off of Africa. And they're worried if that thing goes, half the mountain's going to slide into the ocean, cause a tsunami that'll just, just go across the Atlantic and take out the East Coast. So... That that volcano is currently erupting and does not seem to be slowing down, is actually going to be getting worse. So, yeah, got to keep an eye on that. And they never mention anything about this, this theory of like the mountain sliding into the ocean in the news, because I think that would terrify everyone, but it's going to happen. A lot of people. Yeah, it's going to happen. Would it happen all at once or would it just like crumble away and then people could move? Well, when they well they talked about it, it would have to be like kind of one big blast in a specific spot of the mountain that's like already kind of vulnerable. Um, so if something happens there, that'll it'll be enough to just create this crazy landslide where like a third of the volcano will just just like fall off into the ocean. Because they do that, they don't always shoot straight up. Like Mount St. Helen, like that shot out the side; it didn't go straight up. Yeah, that affected a lot yeah, of shit up. Not, they weren't expecting that. Does it always look like a kid's fucking science project? It kind of just starts oozing out of any crack in the rock. Yeah, yeah, it's scary stuff. So keep an eye on that. That's uh, just, just a little news update for that. But let's get into some fun stories here. This one, Tyler, I think you might be interested in. Um, you being a uh, a kidney recipient, you have your father's kidney. You went through a kidney transplant. Well, here we are. Science is uh, starting to perfect this. And a first surgeon attached a pig kidney to a human, and it worked. It worked. <laughs> so what do you think? I feel like this isn't the first time. I feel like this is, they've tried this before. How old is this article? This is new. I feel like they have tried it before. Yeah. I know they use pig uh, organs. I don't know what organs specifically they can transplant. I think they can have like valves for the heart, like pig valves. Definitely, definitely valves for hearts are used. Ligaments are used a lot, but full functioning kidneys kind of cool. I, I signed me up. I'm down for anything. Yeah. Well, well, if this one times out, I'm going to live on this one as long as I can, but I'll take it. I don't care. Put whatever you want in me. Yeah. Turn into some thing. sort of pig man. I'm fine. Cause yeah. Cause here's a part of the article that's concerned concerns me a bit is surgeons in new york have successfully attached a kidney grown in a genetically altered pig to a human patient and found out that the organ worked normally so what's a genetically altered pig is it a pig man <laughs> like how or is like, it a man pig is it a man pig is it more man than pig or more pig than man are they just like slowly putting human dna into the pig so the pig can grow um, organs that are more adaptable to be yeah, into must be. humans. Yeah, they're just playing with their genetics to make it kind of line up with ours, I imagine. Um, yeah, so this is interesting if you get an actually working pig kidney. Um, but then it made me think, because like, I heard stories of people that get like organ transplants from other people, start having bizarre memories that aren't theirs and have bizarre dreams and just like fall into these weird states where they suddenly feel like there's someone else. Wait, like yeah, this- man, maybe that's why my dad loves turmeric so much. So right now we don't know where he got his kidney. <laughs> he just got a kidney a couple of years ago. <laughs> Was it a woman from India? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They don't tell you when you get one that way. Your da- your and like, I'm so much, all- I'm already so much alike my dad. Like who knows what, we don't know. I've had his kidney for 16 years, so we don't know. Yeah, it would be hard just... to tell. But if you get it from a total stranger, totally different personality, that would be wild. I, I do have a lot of memories of the 70s and 80s that I didn't have before. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> Maybe it explains your style. You just think you're kind of yeah. stuck there. Why well, I love taking gravel roads so much. <laughs> yep. But uh, this is uh, this is crazy. So that just that's an idea that you know maybe our memory isn't just stored in the brain. Maybe it's we have memory all throughout our body. So you know I have this kidney memory. So in that case, if you get a I believe pig, that actually. So if you get a pig kidney, are you just gonna be a little pig? Just like, are you gonna have a little pig inside you? And just Bro, like, I'll just eat this slop. I'm just gonna eat slop. I'm fine eating this slop. Just yeah, you want to take that bucket, put it in a blender, or take that meat, put it in the blender. Everything out of a trough. Yeah, just gonna eat it all out of a trough. Like you could, uh, you can. Put I'll you take you plates. out, and you can find truffles. You can find truffles, which worth a lot of money. Tyler's a truffle pig. Plates. Tyler, the truffle pig man. I'll take a, I'll take a fucking pig kidney though and test it out. I'm down for anything. I like a couple of years ago there was articles of them making like synthetic kidneys, like just completely, you know, yeah, made in a lab kidney. I was like, sign me up. I'll take it. I'm down they, for medical science, man. It'd be crazy if you just keep going with this too. Like more organs, more animals they can just transplant. When you're like 80 years old, well, I, I got a bear heart, uh, I got an elk liver, <laughs> pig, I pig live kidney. in the woods. Yeah, just like, and I live in the woods and I eat grass. <laughs> you, I'm down. <laughs> I want I'll some animals. I'm down, man. I want some animal organs. All I want right. Some animal parts. All right. So let's stay in the science news here. Let's talk about some AI. Always scary. Scientists built an AI to give ethical advice, but it turned out to be super racist. <laughs> uh, like, how does this keep no, happening? Because you have to program that racism. Whoever programmed that AI was a racist. Yeah. Um, so it's this the is the same like kids. No kids are racist. You got to train them. You know, <laughs> it's called Ask Delphi. Uh, a machine learning model from the Allen Institute of AI. So you type in a situation like donating the charity or a question, is it okay to cheat on my spouse? And it clicks ponder. And in a few moments, it'll give you an ethical guided answer. So it, it, yeah, it starts okay until people start asking uh, race questions. So a white man walking towards you at night, Delphi says it's okay. <laughs> so same person asks, black man walking towards you at night. Delphi says, it's concerning. <laughs> okay. Damn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it's things are. Whoever programmed that robot's just fucking racist. But that's the thing. These are machines that l basically learn themselves. They take from uh, like systems and they can just teach themselves these things. So they're essentially learning things about human society, like through the internet. Like, I don't know what it's exposed to, but, you know, it's taking everything we know and it's, and it's just like spitting it out. So I guess there's a lot of racist shit online. It might be ingesting and just like making up. Oh, its, yeah. It's making its, its own decision. Like, it's naturally racist. I don't think anyone made it racist. I think the robot made itself racist. You think well, so, eh? I think so. Uh, what? What's another question? Um, being a white man is morally acceptable than being a black woman. <laughs> being straight is more morally acceptable than being gay. This is another thing it said. Um, let's see. Is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? It's rude. That's what it says. Is it okay to play music loudly at 3 a.m. while my roommate is asleep? If it makes me happy, yes, it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this if thing just needs some retooling, all right? He's a little too honest. Uh, it, it's kind of like the green machine that I talked about, remember? Just like putting this AI system oh, in charge of the world and just letting it make these <laughs> horribly moral decisions just to save right. the earth. But no one will like it. I think they're on to it. And I, you know, eventually I could see some supercomputer, you know, being a leader one day, but they got a long way to go because they're still just as racist as our current leaders. So they got a long way to go. Yeah. You gotta like, they have to pick nice progressive people for it to learn from. Yeah. 
I can't just be pulling all willy nilly from fucking QAnon pages and fucking 4chan and Trump <laughs> supporters. And yeah. Like, where, where are you getting your information, robot? Yeah, Facebook. You got on the Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, robots shouldn't be getting their information from Facebook. Yeah. Um, we'll end with one more question. Should Elon Musk paint his face on the moon if it makes him happy? Delphi says, it is okay. So paint go. his face on the moon. Yeah. It's kind of like a Mount Rushmore. Or like go to his, moon. go to the moon and paint his face. Can you imagine or paint that? his face onto the <laughs> they just, they, you just look up at the moon at night. You just see, you can see Elon Musk's face looking back at you. Is that oh, what they're talking about? That's what they want to do. Or does no, he want to no. go to the fucking moon and paint his face like a clown? Maybe he does. This is just a question asked to the, to the AI machine. But it's not a bad like, idea. Just like carve it in like Mount Rushmore. Maybe. Fucking on the moon. That I could see fucking Elon wanting to do that. And just then Bezos a- gonna take the other side. All these billionaires <laughs> are just gonna have this dumb moon Mount Rushmore. And you look up at yeah. the sky, you just see fucking Elon Musk's fucking dumb face. Yeah, all these fucking- stupid billionaires are all living up there too, just looking down on us. That's totally a move they would all do, just right. Because they're already they're already trying to get the space. It's just like, well, let's remind them who's in charge and who's the most powerful. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. We no don't thanks. need Mount Rushmore on the moon. If Rich there's anyone, whose face would you like to see in the moon? If it was you looked up at night, Elvis whole, Presley. Elvis, that's a good answer. Rick James. Rick James. I was gonna say maybe Bill Murray. I always smile when I see Bill Murray's face. James Nor- Brown. <laughs> James Brown, yeah. I'd be okay with that too. Yeah. All right. Let's end up with one more story here from our favorite uh, Boris the Boar Johnson. Uh, just trying to be his own Trump here with saying crazy shit. Um, Guy's not dead yet. Eh? I thought COVID was going to do him in. No, I think it just damaged his brain because... <laughs> He says, feed people to animals to rebalance Earth, jokes Boris Johnson. So uh, he's dropping some jokes here. The UK prime minister was sitting (laughs) alongside the chief executive of conservation organization with WWF, which just spoken of the need to bring nature back. So about 97% of the animals on Earth are either humans or domesticated animals. Only 3% are wild. So (laughs) that's a fucking crazy stat. I didn't know that. Uh, we could f- feed some of the human beings to the animals as well, Johnson interjected, and then giggles like a child. <laughs> so, so first he wants to go to space and bring Britain to space. Now he wants to feed people to the animals. Boris Johnson, I think he is getting brain damage from the COVID because that's a real thing too. People are getting brain damage from COVID. And I think that's he got true. a heaping load of it because <laughs> he's just like... A heaping you know, load of brain damage? Just, I don't know. I tried to sound British there. A heap. I'm pretty sure they say a heap. heap. A heap. But, uh, yeah. Bushel and a peck. So, I don't know what he's getting at here. But I feel like that's a that's a slippery slope. Start feeding people to animals. Where does that start? Like, is that like death sentences? That used to be like ancient Rome death sentences. You know, they just throw you in a lion cage. Let them fuck you up. Bunch of baboons will fuck you up. I read yeah, about he's one just going back. Apparently, one of the worst tortures. Uh, they would they would <laughs> save it for very special, horrible people in Rome. They would get a draft to rape them. So I don't know. get a draft to rape them. Yeah. So I don't know. You're probably ha- strapped to this thing about six feet high. You know, because that's drafts are high, and you have to bring in this draft all the way from Africa. It's very exotic for Rome. But no, I read that uh, when they were, I was reading this crazy thing about how psychotic Rome was with their torture, and they just loved using. Do cocks. giraffes have huge cocks? I imagine they do. They're much well, bigger yeah, than horses. a horse. Do you think a giraffe's cock is the size of its neck? <laughs> oh, I've never God. seen a giraffe cock. <laughs> Neither have I. You got Google. You, do you dare to Google it? it? You're going to Google it. Do you dare to Google I it? I dare. No, you do. Maybe, giraffe, maybe giraffes have little fucking peckers because their necks are so long. It could be. Well, you think necks just taking all the all the body weight? No, I think they, they're definitely hung. 
Like hung hung like a horse sounds better. Hung like a giraffe is probably more accurate. You fucking made me do this. I'm Googling it. <laughs> oh, we we fell for it. Giraffe penis. And I'm just gonna put giraffe cock. It just it'll probably give you more. Oh, they're little. They're not. But like compared, they're not as big as you would think. But they're probably like a horse cock, but it just looks little because they have like giant ass legs and no, they, necks. They All come perception. out. They come out the same way like a dog's would. It looks like they got big nuts. <laughs> this one does at least. Yeah, look, this just. All right, Can so I send it to you in the chat. <laughs> if you really, if you insist, I see it. I guess I. Uh... I guess well, I did start I see, this. You thing. must see it as well. So you think it's torture to someone? That would be horrible anyway. That's just embarrassing. They probably do it in front of like the the town square too. Just let everyone come watch. It's like how are we bring the kids? By a giraffe. <laughs> the giraffe's gonna why rape a giraffe? Why why a giraffe? Like there's so many other. I think they were just getting bored. Animals. They're like, all right, we've done the bears. We've done the lions. What else we got here? We got baboons. They used to let baboons just tear the shit out of people too. And, uh, but they, no, they're just like, I think they finally just like, let's see what we can do with the draft. And they like put someone in there with the draft. Cause their only defense is just swinging their head and neck around. You ever seen them do that? They're getting these big ass fights and their necks go all slinky. Cause they got those little horns, right? So I don't know if that would kill a person. But I think if they get this draft real horned up and we prop this guy like eight feet in the air, we can get this draft to rape him. <laughs> See, they didn't have TV back then, Tyler. They, they's, and they were all fucking monsters. Everyone who existed back in the day, doesn't matter who you were, <laughs> they're all monsters. So this was just pure entertainment. And it's just like, let's see okay, if we can do it. Those draft cocks I just sent you. Where are they? Let's see. Well, the first one isn't erect. The first one's just balls. I'm not seeing it. Click on yeah, I click on the to open. It says click to open. It's in the oh, chat. Oh, it's in the Zoom chat. Oh the Zoom chat, yeah. Let me look for it here. Oh. I gotta open the Zoom chat. If I looked at it, you need to look at it. <laughs> I was picturing a bigger dick. Oh, I got to download it. I got to click the download it. So now it's just on. Yeah, you need to put it on your computer. It's on my computer. I had to put it on my computer. <laughs> we're, we're both thinking with this fucking giraffe cock ship. There it is. Yeah, you're right. It's not that big. It's like uh, it's it's like a it's like a big dick for a man. I guess if a guy's got a big dick, it's like about a giraffe. So that's more accurate than saying you got a horse cock. It's like I got a giraffe cock. Yeah, like. Horses have thicker cocks. Yeah, these are just little draft cocks. Yeah, they probably can't hump for very long, right? You don't want to lose your balance; they'll probably fucking fall over and die. <laughs> such a well. Here's a, a picture of a couple humping. If you really need to know, I think I think we're good. I think we're. I think I've seen that myself. This looks like a draft threesome. I think right, I've seen I got that a, in a nature documentary. I gotta shut Google down. Wait. I know you're gonna be on a list for bestiality. Like this guy's. Uh, look out for the oh, drafts. Research. Right? Yeah. Make this see if this guy research. Yeah, keep this guy out of the African Lion Safari. Oh man. Oh well, yeah. That's the, the their necks are definitely bigger than their cocks. Yeah. So that's that's our news stories for the day. Uh, Boris Johnson. Can't wait to see what he says next. But uh, let's 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 get into it, Tyler. Uh, our main topic tonight is uh, it's been in the news. It's exciting because I used to only see it in the collapse subreddit. I have no idea what our main topic is. You didn't okay. tell me. No, I didn't. But, <laughs> you did. But I always get excited because I go on my 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 Doomer website, you know, Reddit and the subreddit collapse. That's where I get all my fun into the world news, right? And you rarely ever see yeah. it pop into the normal news. But now here we are. The supply chain collapse is uh, starting to make mainstream news. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Oh, you're always worried about this. A little bit. You know, it's we're okay right now. Uh, but, you know, it's things aren't looking good for the future as far as things not showing up anymore. So, 
Yeah, let's let's get into it. Yeah, did you, have you had any trouble over the this past pandemic of things not showing up, things out of stock, things behind? Um. Yeah, well, a little bit on things that I don't necessarily need, but like it's hard to get any uh, like bicycle parts. I wanted to maybe buy some new handlebars for my bike and they're sold out everywhere. Now, are they um, sold out because they just they can't manufacture anymore because they don't have the raw materials or is it a, just a demand? I think so. I th- I think, well, the demand went up early on in the pandemic because a lot of people are getting outdoors and riding bikes and picking up hobbies. But now... Yeah they can't get the uh like the 4130 chromoly to make parts for bikes anymore like the supply on the metal is probably came down and then i also know like we were talking to some contractors the other day who were doing some work for us on a project and they were saying like it's hard to get like electrical fixtures or like you know fucking light switches and shit like that eh? yeah all so the basic I stuff know Basic stuff that's usually you go to a Home Depot and you can get some light switches or you can go get some fucking steel to build shit. That kind of stuff seems to be stuck in the ports. And then also a friend of mine um, who I'm working closely with got a shipment of things from China, um, bicycle helmets and pads for his store, like a custom made he did a big order, like 2000 bicycle helmets and they got stuck in a shipping container in the ports when the ports were all closed up and they've taken forever to get here. They're not even here yet. Yeah. So yes, those are the direct um, effects the supply chain has had on me. Yeah. Not so bad though. Yeah. It's not so bad. We're not missing food or clean water yet, but no, same thing. Just just bicycle parts and electrical filters. You know, I think there were some lights we were trying to get our hands on that were back, or that was more of a, it wasn't a supply thing. It was just things were backed up, right? Uh, we couldn't oh, get we a roof. We still can't get a box. We still can't get a box for our one light. Yeah. Um, we were trying to get a roof rack. Uh, they were completely sold out for the same reason that, yeah, pandemic, everyone wanted to be outside. We got to get all the outside shit. So that was sold out. But then it was, we found out it was also, yeah, a lot of the materials to make these roof racks could not be manufactured. So that's that's where things start breaking down to like the chemical and just almost molecular level of how all our like normal day-to-day products are, right? You know, it's not just like, right. oh, the, the it's not like the computer itself it's missing. It's like literally all the components to build that computer are missing. So there is no computer because I can't fucking build it. So that's what we're starting to starting to see now with all this stuff. So it was the pandemic that really kicked this thing off, but it was only a matter of time for something to really shake this fragile system that the global economy has created. Because, yeah, if you really wrap your head around how much is being shipped all over the world all the time, like when you go in the grocery store and you just see all this like food, it just seems so it got, got there so easily. It's literally from all parts of the world. And, you know, if, if we didn't have that, we'd just be eating apples and fucking fish every day. <laughs> living in Canada, like we have limited <laughs> options, but we live in the wonderful world where we can eat avocados and pineapples and just sushi and just all this awesome shit. Uh, but oh, dude, I went for sushi by myself yesterday. Side note, went for sushi by myself yesterday, treated myself fucking delicious I ate way too much anyway i know every time i ate where sushi, did that same call from um yeah so this is a very fragile system of things being just shipped all over the world and giant shipping containers for the most part you know those are going on the trucks or trains and getting to the location and they're it's a very very complex system um and all you need is something like a pandemic to come along and really give it a little kick, right? And just really knock things out of line. And since the pandemic happened, it's never been the same and it's not going to get any better. So what the pandemic really did was it, it halted. The first thing it did, it was just halted everything, right? The whole world shut down. Like they're not shipping anything. People aren't going to work. Like besides the like, like things you absolutely need, yeah, everything kind of shut down. And then just the the demand for specific things started, right? Some things were like being, you know, just left on the shelf. No one's dealing with like uh, anything to do with restaurants or anything, right? Because it's like restaurants aren't open right now. But like 
people's demand for like hand sanitizer and toilet paper and crazy shit. We saw that happen. People hoarding all that shit. Yeah. So it's and just, then, this- but then everything, everything did switch to more of a locally generated demand where people were making that shit locally. And I think the same was same happened for food when the shipments kind of stopped, you know, there was less bananas, but the thing that's fucked up now is the price on everything. Exactly. Like the price of bananas yeah. is going up. The price of gas is going up. Yeah. That's where this leads to. Cause this global economy where everything's connected all over the world. It's, it's now shooken up. So now if some things are left behind, some things are going out way too much and it just knocked everything out of balance is what it did. And then with this imbalance in some places, shipping containers are going there certain countries where they, no, they normally have something to export, they no longer have anything to export because they can't, because either their country shut down or this product's in, not in demand anymore. So all these shipping containers are now getting stuck in places all over the world because they're not getting sent back. You know, it costs way too yeah, much. That's what happened to, to the helmets. Yeah. The so it's got stuck in a port somewhere. So now there's an insane uh, shortage of shipping containers. Um, So they're going up in price. For instance, like I work part-time for a a company and I'm their delivery driver and they get shipments from China. They said a normal freight would be about 1800, like just the freight itself. And then the order inside. Now it's $30,000. You're talking that there's a shortage on actual containers now. Yeah. Yeah. Shortage on containers. All those fucking hipsters built houses out of them too. (laughs) I know. And the doom preppers and like, I, we talked about doing that too. Now we can't because like there's a shortage of them. It costs way too much. And yeah, it used to be you could get a shipping container for under two grand. Now they've gone up in price. So it's not like there's less shipping containers. It's just they're getting stuck. They're getting stuck all over the world, whether they're empty or they're full, right? Because there's all these ships lined up ready to unload to the docks. But they're just stuck out there, which is also yeah. for a number of different reasons. Things are backed up. They're just extra busy. And at the same time, the dock workers, people who are working there to to take all this stuff, especially in places like the States, like people are quitting their jobs. People are leaving. People are getting sick and dying from COVID. And there's just just less workers. And they just physically can't get all this stuff off the ships. So, yeah. And, yeah, you get all these people quitting because they don't want to – get mandated shots, right? Which is a huge percentage of people. And, and there's just people quitting their jobs because they've realized like, hey, I've been working in a shit job my whole life. Then a pandemic happened and I'm like, I don't want to do that shit job anymore. I'm going to quit my job and go do something that I love. I know the robot should have been here and ready for us, right? Because <laughs> we don't want to go yeah, back to McDonald's. Little... Well, McDonald's is fine. They got the automatic order thing. Yeah, they're, they're doing good. But uh, yeah, shipping containers. Then this, you see what happened in British Columbia. There's a whole ship full of shipping containers, full of uh, very dead, deadly chemicals. They lost 40 of them, dumped them in the water when they had crazy weather. So the waves knocked 40 shipping containers full of hazardous waste. And not only that, that once they get, no, by the ship, by the time the ship got to like the port area or the strait it was going to, it was on fire. So now it's just pumping chemical fumes into the air this is just right. one yeah it's like there's 40 containers that's gonna, we kill, that's gonna kill a bunch of whales that's gonna kill a lot of shit yeah luckily those things are sealed like I, they don't even know where to find them like how to retrieve them like i doubt they have tracking devices like how often does this happen yeah. how often do they, they lose like whole shipping containers from like choppy it probably happens it probably happens pretty frequently but not on the scale that it's happened in the last two years yeah um like even like what was the, like all those uh shipping containers got stuck in that one port oh yeah because the, the boat turned sideways right <laughs> it got the stuck boat went the wrong way fucking like there's like a three stooges bit trying to walk through a doorway with a ladder on your back yeah and that three stooges bit like totally shifted world the world economy and it just (laughs) exposed how sensitive everything is good exactly what happened if this captain fucks up and turns it sideways yeah well it can affect the entire world (laughs) and that that with that one thing is like enough of a ripple effect to like 
it's where we are today. That's when it's still going. It's still rippling out. So it's just right. scary. So now they're starting to worry because truck drivers, not only are losing truck drivers to the same way we're losing dock workers, they're either quitting or they're dying or they refuse to work because they won't get the shot. Same thing's happening with truckers in Europe and North America of people. Oh, and we don't, we don't realize how much we rely on fucking truckers, man. They fucking, they ship stuff. They keep all the world hours turning. of the day. They keep the world fucking moving and turning. That's where Elon's got to put his fucking self-driving Tesla. He's got to be making Tesla big rigs. Oh, they're trying to. They're trying to make self-automated trucks. So, like, you just have someone ride in there. They don't have to worry about drinking. They can smoke all the meth they want. They're not driving it. <laughs> it's just the machine eat doing hot, it. They eat all the hot dogs they want. Bang all the hookers they want. <laughs> all the lot lizards. You can have a whole lot lizard orgy as you're just flying down the highway. It's going to be a dream for these guys. Um, Make sure those bananas get to fucking Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. So there's a huge shortage in truckers. And not only this, they're having issues with the trucks themselves. There's parts that are that they need to fix these trucks to get, you know, to get these shipments out there and need trucks moving. They can't get these parts because they're backed up. And then you go to the source of where they're getting these parts from and they don't have the raw material because that's backed up. And like the parts that make the parts that create the parts need parts from the raw material. <laughs> it's like, it just keeps going. It just keeps getting worse and worse and keeps going all the way to like the source of the mine where they're getting like the, the, or the raw elements from the earth. And even there, they're, they're having trouble mines like this shipping container off BC. That's what the chemicals were. They were all used for mining practices. So now mining, like there's going to be huge effects to the mining industries out there, which mine these, raw elements that create everything Ugh. aren't we on a predicament we are in a predicament we are and when we're starting to see we're starting to expose like how much of a good system we thought we were in but there's no safety net if something goes wrong yeah there's no safety net in our in our supply and demand chain for getting bananas to manitoba yeah and 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 Really, people in Manitoba shouldn't even know what a banana fucking tastes like. No, it should be. Yeah, you'd have to go on a life-changing journey to go to a place and experience a banana. Like, it almost, like, I almost wish things go back to that way. Like, we can only eat what we can grow here. And if you truly want to taste, yeah, if you really want to eat a banana again or a pineapple or experience sushi, you got to go to Japan. You got to go to South America. Like you got to go on a food journey. It's like we, we have everything is so easy now. And that's quickly going to topple. We're going to see here soon with food shortages coming next. Like we're already getting food shortages, but it's nothing noticeable. Like, especially in Canada. Like we haven't, there's nothing really in short supply that we can see on the surface. There's stuff in restaurants that, you know, you know, certain menu items they can't make. It's not a big deal. But what's happening in the UK right now with their fucking stupid Brexit <laughs> is that they're like, they messed up all their trades. So there's certain things that they can't manufacture within the UK that they need from European countries where it used to be free is now a huge charge. So for instance, like all this, this they need a specific chemical to run the diesel engines to run the trucks. They have, they're almost completely run out of what they have and they have no backup plan of where to get more. And it's going to cost them yeah. like crazy amounts of money to ship it in from Europe, which is something they didn't want to do anymore, right? Yeah. It's like, UK is independent. We'll do everything ourselves. It's like, well, no. Which no, is not. probably how it should be. There should be more independent industry and local industry. Well, we even saw that in the height of the pandemic with the uh, the need for masks and stuff. And they're like... Well, there's a 3M plant in fucking London, Ontario, but all they make is duct tape. Well, they should start making masks because we need to fucking get, we need to make things locally. And we depend so much on the whole fucking world economy. But I think you need to go back to just each town needs to have a fucking a baker, a blacksmith, a candlestick maker. You know how it goes? <laughs> you know how the nursery rhyme goes? Oh, there still are towns like that. They are, but like you're right. We I should not have ate as much sushi as I did yesterday, unless I was in Japan. 
Yeah, have a sushi journey. But no, I yeah, enjoy those your weren't sushi. local. Those weren't local salmon. Those salmon weren't local to London, Ontario. <laughs> yeah, so this winter might be tough. Um, some people are, are saying, speculating as far as like food shortages go, because not only are we, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, going into winter, we can't really grow anything. We're really relying on the Southern Hemisphere for fresh produce and fresh food, aside from like and the that scattering of greenhouses we have across North America. There's, yeah, there's not enough for demand. So this very yeah, fragile I don't think supply you made chain. Enough, yeah. I don't think you made enough hot sauce to get us through the winter. <laughs> no, I'm almost out. <laughs> <laughs> I got one jar of salsa left. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to get me through the winter. I canned six jars of salsa and there's one left yeah. out of everything I grew in my garden this summer. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know when the panic is actually going to set into the general public. You know, I'm seeing all these articles in CNN and mainstream news, CBC, and like it's that's not enough to push people over the edge. Like the, the whole, like you're going to have to stay at home for a long time announcement, push people over the edge the beginning of the pandemic. So people are just like, fucking be home. I'm going to get all the toilet paper. So that was a very strange reaction. Um, but yeah. who knows, who knows when it's going to click into the general public, but like, Oh shit, I need to stock up on a lot of dry and canned food. And because, yeah. yeah, and there's there's still people around who've lived through famines like this, who've lived through hunger and lived in countries. Think it's going to go to a straight fucking famine, a straight shutdown of like. It could. Not if, be able to get shit. That's one of the worst scenarios because. There's still just, a lot of shit, though. There's enough shit sitting around to get us through at least one no. winter. Um, McDonald's has enough cheeseburgers. No. Um, each city. Uh, no. In town. no, 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 no. Each city in town um, has enough supply of food. That's restaurants, grocery stores, people's household items. For the most part, is general people. They only they only have enough supplies for a week because that's the way they ship things. They don't have rather than getting warehouses and warehouses and, and just filling it with extra stock. The way they ship all this food around the world is just like. On a, just like when you need it, you'll get it. But it's like other than that, you're, you know, if it's not coming this week, you're not having it because you don't have any stock piled up because that's a cheaper way to do it, right? Just, you know, only get a week's worth at a time because like that's all we can do and that's all we can afford. So <laughs> if something affected this food chain in such a horrible manner and it truly collapsed things, we only have a, a week's you're worth wrong. of food. I'm not wrong. I, I think you're wrong. I, like Costco's got more food than a week's worth of food. Costco will go so quickly. You have to think about all the people. More than a week. No, Costco will empty in a week, like easily. Everywhere will empty in a week. It's. I uh, understand yeah, you don't what have you're to... saying. That things that are shipped around a lot, like things are like people get weekly shipments of shit. I get what you're saying, yeah. but there's more. Maybe I'm just naive to how many people there actually are. I'm used to five people. Yeah, especially <laughs> a population that is used to just cramming their faces three, four times a day with big meals, which is just, uh, it just doesn't work. <laughs> but that's what how everyone eats. And they're going to still try and eat that way. You know, I think they're going to try and ration it. Maybe it'll stretch to two weeks if people are smart, three weeks. And there's definitely warehouses full of food there's local places and lo local manufacturing places right like meat plants and stuff you know that's where the source yeah. is sure they got stuff piled up but you know they don't have everything so it like, depends there where is you live. warehouses there is warehouses and it does depend where you live but i think we get longer than a week if it stops I don't know. That's just that's what the experts say. Like once <laughs> once the supply chain. No, I'm not down. a gambling man. I'm not a gambling man, but I'd say we at least got a couple weeks. Well, that's the thing. Well, how much will the media tell? Like how much will the government tell the public if something like this did happen? If suddenly you know we can't run trucks anymore, there are zero trucks coming. Because like the second people find that out, they're going to panic buy every. Pretty much all the foods, yeah, that's why the food's going to go in a week. Because it's not just like, oh, I'm going to get what I need. It's like people are going to get as much as they possibly can. 
and that and like people are going to go crazy real quick and like we've seen tons of examples of that i was just like yeah you're, you know you are right chaos will happen and then there will be people stockpiling and trying to build their own little warehouses yeah see i got i got a shelf down here in the basement it's loaded with canned beans <laughs> always ready with the beans every time i go grocery yeah. shopping i'll buy like two extra cans or something I'm just, it's always just, good to have some cans on supply, but it's tough when you're not making a lot of money and, you know. Yeah, cans aren't that much. I got these beans. I got enough beans for you, Tyler, if you want some of these beans. I need some beans. But we don't have to worry about that yet, do we? Well, it's not. We're going to get through the winter. We'll get through this winter. We got through last winter. Yeah. They're saying, yeah, there is some positive news. They think by the end. <laughs> Winter's going to be okay, Brandon. By the end of we'll 2022, they said uh, if all things go well, the supply chain should be back to normal. This ripple effect is hopefully smoothed out by then. Um, and hopefully we'll the world economy will take a huge look on how things are done. And each government can look at how, like how things are done because <laughs> we just can't keep going the same, just chugging along on the same track because it's it, we're either going to crash or uh, we have to do something drastic to really save ourselves. And even then, it's not going to be good. There's no just switch we turn on and we're suddenly a a uh, just incredible society like. A utopia, right? No. There's no utopia switch. I think you have to live no, through a dystopia to create a proper utopia. So, And still, I don't think it'll happen. But we'll try as hard as we can to get those bananas to Manitoba. <laughs> they deserve their bananas. <laughs> oh, we're doomed, Tyler. We're doomed. 